All right, hi, welcome back. Attorney Steve Vondren here. Another exciting podcast. Today we are talking about libel. Libel. What is libel? Now everybody knows what defamation is. Everybody say, don't defame me. Um, but what is libel and what is slander and what is defamation? So it all really comes under the heading of defamation. Defamation is the big, uh, it's the tort. We call it the tort of defamation, okay? Basically, it's false statements of fact published to third parties, which exposes someone to hatred, shame, contempt, or ridicule and injures a reputation or causes them to be shunned or avoided. Okay, that's the basic law school uh, text um, that you would put down, let's say, for example, in a bar exam. But it's there's two different types of defamation. So you have the top heading defamation. Under that, you have slander and you have libel. Now, what's the difference between libel and slander? Not much. Uh, slander is oral, so it's like shouting to the from the rooftops, telling everybody, that person's got a loathsome disease, that person has this, that, or the other, they're, they're a tramp, they're this, they're horrible, the worst person in the world, and it turns out that that's a false statement of fact, okay? Um, so slander is oral, libel is written. Um, what's hot right now is libel, the tort of libel. And that's because we have, we have all these internet platforms, and for the first time in the history of the world, um, millions of people have been able to get online, get into fights, pick fights. One person always thinks they're smarter than the other, turns into a big fight, they start calling each other out, throwing trash all over the internet, and one person gets mad and says, I'm going to sue you for libel or... Um, for or for defaming me for this this and so that's libel okay so that's why online libel is is big every state's going to have their own laws this is not a federal uh, practice area this is uh, the laws depend on the laws of your state but in general I, I gave you the general rule uh, this is not legal advice or a substitute for legal advice but that's the general rule now you have all these online platforms like say t- TikTok and Twitter. YouTube, Yelp, these are some of the big platforms where people are slinging the mud, slinging the, the written written mud, okay? Now, when I think of libel, I think of a label. So that's one way that helps me remember libel is written, like a label, it's written, okay, if that helps you. But um, some people will see the mud slinging on one of these platforms like TikTok and somebody's calling someone out or exposing secrets or putting someone in a false light, which is a different type of injury. It's, that could fall under invasion of privacy laws, where you're putting somebody in a false light, so maybe not necessarily a uh, false publication, but putting them in a false light, you know, misleading people, um, you know, posting private public information. These can be things that can be under the heading of invasion of privacy. Again, that's going to come down to your state laws, okay? So, but in libel, basically, if somebody's defaming you, some people want to know, can I go after TikTok? Can I, can I sue TikTok? It's up on their site. Can I sue Twitter? Can I sue Yelp? Can I sue YouTube? Who can I sue? Well, generally, these platforms are private, okay? Generally, these platforms are private and protected for the most part. Nowadays, there are there's a lot going on, maybe trying to um, eliminate some of that protection. But the Communications Decency Act, CDA, the Communications Decency Act, kind of pr- protects... 
um, providers and users of interactive computer services, so you can't sue them. Um, You can maybe try to go after the person, but maybe the person is anonymous. How do you find out? Well, there's ways you can file a lawsuit, like a John Doe lawsuit, seek early discovery through the uh, ISP and try to unmask what we call unmasking the the alleged wrongdoer. But, you know, courts are going to protect online anonymity to a degree. There's there's usually a two, three, four-part test that you're going to have to meet to be able to unmask somebody because they don't want to chill free speech. That's really what it comes down to. But that's in in general that is what libel is. Now there is a class of now if you if you somebody libels you and you file a lawsuit, uh, you need nowadays you need to be prepared to prove your case like pronto, like up front. And why is that? Um, usually you can wait and go to trial and do all that. But nowadays there's a thing called cyber slap or anti slap, which is a strategic lawsuit against public participation. So so if you file a defamation or a libel claim and somebody files an anti-slap, you may have to come forward and prove, again, this is another function of state law, check your state laws, um, you may have to be able to prove that you can meet the elements of your defamation case to go any further. If you, if you can't prove it, you can't go any further. And you could be subject to attorney fees. So that's really kind of the, the balancing act that's out there to make sure you know, bad claims aren't being sued just to, you know, somebody has a lot of money and they want to sue somebody and make their life miserable. We have the anti-slap laws to counteract that you know, in the appropriate case. So um, there are some categories called per se libel, and usually these come down to um, saying somebody has a loathsome disease. Um, you know what those are. That Oh, he's got herpes or she's got herpes or something. Uh, commi- accusing someone of, of a crime, okay? Like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a felon. Well, when he or she's not a felon, that could be libel per se. Also, um, slandering somebody or defaming somebody in their business can be per se, per se libel. And that would be uh, a common example is going on Yelp and saying, you know, this attorney's a fraudster. You know, well, be careful before you throw the word fraud out. Everybody likes to throw that word out. You're a fraudster. You know, but fraud has a very specific meaning in law. And if you run around and start accusing people of things, putting it in writing, uh, it could be libel per se. And the thing with the internet is things never go away. So, you know, the damages when you have per se, one of these per se classes I just talked about, is can be presumed, presumed damages. So you don't even have to prove your damages because it's in writing. And, and nowadays, like I said, with the internet and the internet archive, the Wayback Machine, you know, things, a lot of things don't disappear anymore. So they can tend to be really harmful and in injuring someone in their occupation or their business, okay? So that's per se, that's libel in general. Defenses, uh, the, the basic defenses to libel or a defamation lawsuit. One, truth. I am telling the truth, okay? I'm sorry that it hurt you, but I'm telling the truth. Um, it is not a tort to tell the truth, okay? So that is a, um, a truth is a defense, as they say. Um, two, if you have a privilege. Now, you may get a lawyer sometimes um, um, that's in the middle midst of litigation, and uh, they send you a letter, and they're defaming one person or the other. Well, they have a privilege to defame, believe it or not. And it makes sense because you're trying to get down to the truth. But uh, Congress people, congressmen, women on the floor, 
they can't be held liable. Again, they're doing their jobs. They're trying to, you know, there has to be some level of free speech um, and free speech, of course, being protected by the First Amendment as well. So some kind of privilege or First Amendment rights, uh, like fair comment, fair criticism, and opinion. I mean, you have a right to your opinion, you know, like movie reviewers, people that are reviewing movies online, or, or political columnists, people that are writing columns. I mean, you have a right to your opinion. You don't have to you know, but it has to be like sort of, uh, you know, a real opinion and not something just couched in a in defamatory terms. So that can be a little tricky area. If you're not sure, check with your defamation legal counsel. But um, that's about it. Um, another, well, a couple more things before I go. Um, public officials. So, it, you know, if you want to say something against a public official or a public figure, movie star, sports star, congresswoman, the president of the United States, things like that, they have a higher standard to prevail against you as a, as a defendant in a case like that. They have to prove actual malice, actual malice. And that comes from the New York Times versus Sullivan case. If you want to dig into that, that's a great case. It just basically says you're going to, they're going to have to, anybody that's claiming you're, you're defaming them has to prove that you had knowledge of the falsity or at least reckless disregard of the truth. Knowledge of the falsely, falsity or reckless disregard of the truth. So that's a high standard because we want free speech about public officials, public figures. We want uh, a higher degree for them to prevail. Um, compensation, you know, you have special damages, uh, actual damages, loss of business is a popular one. Well, you know, you posted that on Yelp and my business has hit the floor or you posted it on Ripoff Report or, you know, you posted a negative post on a, a Better Business Bureau, whatnot. But you can get loss of business that you can prove, medical bills, uh, pain and suffering. Check your states. Not all states are going to have this. Um, those are called non-economic damages like emotional distress and embarrassment and somebody... Uh, slandered you in front of 500 people and you're just, you know, it, it really puts you into a state of distress and you had to go to the hospital and do this, that, and the other. So th there are damages. You can get punitive damages in most cases. Again, check your states. That's the damages designed to punish and deter where you have really malicious, oppressive or fraudulent behavior, okay, in general, okay? So that's that. Um, what else? Be careful. Items, always be careful with hate speech, um, racial comments, nationality comments. While the First Amendment does protect freedom of speech, um, these things can have harmful consequences, not only to the people, but to your future. So those kinds of things, while they may be not regulated, not be regulated, things you need to be careful about. If you're an online journalist or a broadcaster, social media influencer, things like that, you can buy media perils insurance that can help protect you against a lawsuit. So that may be something if you're engaging in really risky speech, crossing the line or going up to the line, as they say, or living in the gray area, you may want to look into some media perils insurance. But that's a general overview of defamation, libel, slander, Attorney Steve style, trying to make it easy and understandable for you. That's a crash course 
in libel law, okay? If you need some help, you know where to find us on the web at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com, the first name in legal services. Got to run. Have a great day. If you like this video, feel free to share it on your social media networks. Just say, hey, Attorney Steve's got the greatest stuff here. Don't forget our YouTube channel. We're getting close to 35,000 subscribers. You can find me at attorneystevevideos.com. I just got a nice new home trailer. You want to check that out? attorneystevevideos.com. Have a great day. Got to run. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now.